0: Welcome to the Morning Stand-Up Podcast, where we come together to share ideas, talk strategies, and discuss all things post-acute care with your hosts, Nick Haluski and Brian McNeil.
1: And we're in. The Morning Stand-Up. The Morning Stand-Up. We are here. Thank we're you. Here. Great to be with
0: you again. Nick Haluski, Brian McNeil. Yeah. Glad to be here. Once again, let's, let's talk about a good, this is a fun topic. This is a good topic. This is a good topic. It's a great topic. And I know you're passionate about this topic. So that's what gets me even more excited to talk about it with you. Yeah. So Brian and I were kind
1: of talking about what would make sense, uh, I guess, what is a hot topic out there right now? And staffing is definitely a hot topic, but we could do a seven episode series, an hour each on staffing. So we decided to kind of break it down first into what we felt like was probably the most important starting point. Mm -hmm. And The reason we start from here is, especially in healthcare, Medicare in particular, we're all fishing in the same pond. Yeah. We get paid the same rates. We have no pricing power. We can't charge more for certain things. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times the thing that differentiates us is not what we can pay employees. Uh It's what we can offer employees. Right? Ooh, I like that. So the thing that we're competing on is our culture.
0: Because, you're right. Because wage aside, because we're all pretty
1: much going to yeah. be, we're all constrained by kind of the same wages, right? That's a good point. Yeah. So how do we differentiate ourselves? Mm-hmm. And this is really the core of recruiting and retaining people is what can we do differently ah. than the facility down the street or the agency down the street right. that gets us people and allows us to retain those people. And one of the things that always comes up in my mind is uh, Simon Sinek wrote a book, Start With Why. Mm-hmm. And what he says in that book over and over and over, if you even read the first 30 pages is people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Okay. Not what you do, but why you do yeah, it. Okay. It's, they, they don't, they're, they're not coming to work for you because you do home health and hospice or yeah. you do, you know, skilled nursing. Uh-huh. They're going to choose to work at your facility because they like Brian. Mm. Right? Have you ever yeah. interviewed and, and decided to work for a leader that you weren't inspired by or that you didn't feel like had a vision
0: Yeah, well, I mean, maybe early on when I started my life at McDonald's, you know, that it was was more like a necessity, but you're right. Eventually, 100%. I'm interviewing the leader there.
1: Yeah, you want to work for somebody or with somebody who has a vision, who is going to propel you forward. Nobody wants to work for somebody who doesn't have a vision. I don't want to work for somebody who doesn't have a clear why, you know, direction where they're going. If somebody's leading us, I want to know where we're going. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, as a leader, you need to know what your why is. You need to know where you're starting from. You need to know what the direction is if you hope to recruit and retain really talented people. Right. It's and interesting.
0: S- you're like your selling point. Hey, here, it is. this is what we're doing. This is why we do what we're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And as you're having those conversations with people, you're able to attract really good people because they resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Right. And it may be that you don't attract really good people because they don't resonate with you, but that's okay. Right. Like I, yeah. I, I, for example, mm-hmm. I love to have fun. Sure. I love, I love, you know, joy through service. And um, I, I love the creation part of it. Yeah. Someone may be a really talented employee and they don't like the creative side. Right. right. They want something as more stable. Tell me, tell me what my job is. Yeah. Tell me exactly what my duties are. Right? right. And that's okay. But you try to be upfront with them in the interview process and yeah. say, Hey, look, this is where we are as an organization. Mm-hmm. You can pick or choose to kind of join us. Mm-hmm. But if you aren't clear with who you are, what you are, what your values are, you're just going to get, kind of a a revolving door of people. You're you're not, you're not going to get a team that lasts because you're not hiring for anything in particular. You're hiring for just a warm body. body, So if you're hiring for a body, you're going to lose that body to the next Mm -hmm. highest bidder
0: or, or slash if you're hiring for a body, okay, cool. You'll get a body, but that's not what we want, right? Right. Because bad survey outcomes will come from just, Getting bodies on the floor, you know, yeah. in, in, in a sense. So, truly finding those individuals that speak our same, I guess, language, but no. are, the, are the why, yep. you know? Totally. S- you speak s- the same, same language. Them. That's when synergy, that's when harmony, that's when good things happen. You got a right. team that's all bought in and all working together, excited. Cause that's when one thing you were talking about. Or what came to my mind as you were talking with the idea of like demonstrating your why or showing why was a, a, I would think excitement. So as a, as a job seekers, I come in, I'm going to interview with you, seeing and hearing your passion about why you're doing what you're doing. I get excited. Naturally, actually yeah. there's like
1: a, Oh yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to in on that. You know? Well, the, the cool thing about our industry is we don't, you know, we don't work in factories.
0: Yeah. And the
1: stuff that we produce is not a widget. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to go create a thing that I'm selling to the market. What we do is we provide a service to people. Mm -hmm. Right. And so our people are essentially the widgets, if you will. Right. They're they're the service that we're providing. Right. And so if you can't create an environment or attract really talented people, Mm -hmm. then everything else suffers. Your survey outcomes suffer. Your morale suffers. Your retention suffers. Right. So it really starts with you as a leader, setting the tone for what drives you, what your core values are. Mm, mm-hmm. And then having that kind of cascade down to your leadership team. But you know, when we decided to do this podcast, one of the things we talked about was cool. That all sounds cool, but what does it really mean? Yeah, right. Cause a lot right. of people will talk about this and they'll say, you got to have your why. Yeah. i was like, okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. What do I do? You got to have your core values. Right. Oh, okay. How do I do that? Right. right. And so, i don't know there's some exercises that that we can kind of go through if you mm-hmm. if you want, but mm-hmm. finding your why is in my opinion the first thing, the first step before you decide to launch on this hiring campaign and you you know you may be an administrator who's been in the industry for five years, mm-hmm. you may be a marketer who's been in the industry for five years or for five minutes, either way, you got to find your why yeah. it, it took me a little while before I found my why, and then once I found that, it was almost freeing because i didn't have to worry about putting on a show i didn't have to worry about faking it in an interview, right? Like there's something about being genuine that attracts people to you.
0: Well, and I'm, so what comes to my mind is this idea then why wouldn't we want to demonstrate or show our why? Why wouldn't we? And the only thing that comes to my mind is kind of like getting out of the comfort zone. Like, well, like surely maybe if I, if I tell them my why, then like, it's almost like, I don't want to be vulnerable because you know, what if I say something wrong and I offend someone and I'm going to lose staff because of my why, you know, I can't imagine why that would happen. But so, yeah, I'm thinking, well, okay, well then, it's that's, okay, that's a good question. Why we all know, okay, show your why, but why do some not do it? And I'm, I, my mind thinks, well, comfort zone. So maybe there's folks that just aren't, That vulnerability, like I don't want to, you know, be vulnerable. But it's interesting what you just said. Is that you found that as you were vulnerable, and hey guys, this is why I'm doing this, and let's, and I know, I, I know that if we do this, we can go to great places. Sure, maybe there was a couple of people that were like, oh no, I'm not buying on that. But I'm, I'm, you know, realistically, I'm sure there wasn't that many. You know, so yeah, why, you know, why not? Or is it is it comfortable? It's comfortable just kind of being in our offices, being in our, you know, whatnot, and just to keep things just going, just keep things going. So for for me, I'll ask
1: you yeah. in a second here. When I started in home health and hospice, so I, I have a twin sister who was born severely developmentally delayed. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I had seen caregivers coming in and out of the house. And so I knew that providing services to people was a really important thing. Mm-hmm. I knew that intrinsically, but I always felt like I was cheapening her mm-hmm. by using her as an example, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, did, it was almost like I didn't want to seem disingenuous. And then- a few years ago, we had a son who had trisomy 13. He passed away on mm-hmm. pediatric hospice. Jeez. And after that experience, it just, it shifted in my mind where I know what it's like for a family to go through something like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And when I recruit people, I want people who are excited about providing that level of care to people in their homes. Yeah. So when I tell my story now, it's very genuine. It comes from a place sure. of, of being genuine. Whereas before right. I felt like, I was using it as a gimmick to get people. Yeah. Does that that make sense? Kind of what were my
0: disconnect? Yeah. I'm sure you didn't, but I but your awareness that not wanting it to come across that way. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: I just, I felt I didn't, anyways, I didn't want to achieve it. I don't know. How did you kind of, get to your spot where you felt like you had a good why when you were recruiting people?
0: Yeah, well, and I guess maybe what I was talking about were why why would folks not share their why? Maybe early on in my career, I didn't. Maybe just because of that fear of like, well, no, 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 like, you know, I w- I'm the new person here. You know, they already got a thing going. I don't want to disrupt it. I'm, I'm just grateful that everyone's showing up to their shifts. I don't want to, you know, and, and things are okay. And, and I want to disrupt it. or And so maybe early on in the career, I didn't, it took me a, a while to discover they want a leader. They want us to lead, to, to be somebody and create something, you know, and and that, I didn't learn that till later in my career that, Hmm. that I think folks, we all generally like to be a part of something that's in in the, like a creation stage, like growing, becoming something. And being a part of that adventure is fun in itself because, you know, our services can be pretty redundant. You know, we we offer basically the same thing to folks day in and day out. But if you can add an element of variety and spontaneity, and we can go on more on that in other episodes, but of creating an adventure. Hey guys, we're going somewhere. Let's, let's go, let's do it. And, and you get this excitement from everybody and, and it feels much more than just a factor where we're just producing yeah. the same thing. Well, and you, over again. And
1: your why is really the, the well from yeah. which you can draw on to be yeah. creative, right? Cause if, mm-hmm. if, if, things get hard, where does the motivation come from to try and do creative things for your staff? If you're not, yeah. if you're not internally motivated, by something to be in this field, you're going to get burnt out really quickly. Right. Right. And so in our position, having a strong why so that we can continue to be creative and figuring out solutions Uh, for our employees is, is just really, really important. So yeah, I like it. One of the things that I had to go through and you can do this with your teams as well. There's this really cool exercise in this book called traction that I like Mm -hmm. where you sit down with your leadership team, but you can do this by yourself as well. Everybody writes down the names of three people who, if they worked with you, you could dominate any market, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we all Your have dream those, team. Yeah, yeah. we all have people who we've who we've worked with or who we know that it's like, man, if I worked with them, do you know how much good we could do? You know how awesome this could be. And so, you write those names down, and then the next step is you write the attributes or characteristics that they have that make you look up to them. So, it could be integrity. It could be hard work. It could be, you know, the ability to make laughter in difficult times. It could be their financial acumen. It could be not wanting to waste. It could be their ability to synthesize information, a million things, right? Right. But from that list, you start to then whittle down what things you find valuable, mm, right? Okay. So Warren Buffett, for example, won't hire anybody unless they have integrity, right? Sure. So maybe right. integrity is a really, really important thing. I, mean, I know it's important to all of us, yeah, but right. maybe that's one of your gating factors for hiring anybody. If mm-hmm. I, if I get a whiff that somebody doesn't have integrity, I'm not hiring them.
0: Right. No matter how charismatic, how funny, how <laughs> detail oriented they or, or were. Or, you whatever. know what?
1: I think, I think more likely what happens is it's not that, oh, this person doesn't seem like they have a lot of integrity, but I, I think they're funny more often than not, it happens. This person may not have integrity, but I need a body. Yeah. Right. Like right. I need the shift filled. Right. So that's really where it's hard. If you don't mm-hmm. have clear values, it's really easy to make a concession on a hire, mm-hmm. right? Whereas if you've spelled out your core values, then every hiring manager that you work with mm-hmm. is clear on what we're hiring for, yeah. right? And so you have a gating mechanism to bring on only people that, that you want to have on your team. Anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. so you, you list that out and mm-hmm. you start whittling down what's really important to me. Mm-hmm. For me, what's been really important is to find people who provide joy, Mm-hmm. Through their service, right? Yeah. Not just that, like providing service. That have fun while they're servicing, yeah. right?
0: Yeah.
1: I remember I made a joke. My wife will get mad at me for telling the story. I made a joke. It was a little off color, uh-huh. <laughs> and, she, and she was like, "I can't believe you made that joke. Do you, do you think you'd make that joke in heaven?" I was like, "Probably."
0: <laughs> right. Like do, yeah. you, like,
1: do you do you want to go to heaven where it's just uh, like right. Right. no humor? Certainly, so, we'll say those things. In so dry. Heaven. Anyways. <laughs> But you know, some people don't want to be in that environment, right? Right. So, and so that's that's fine. I Mm. want to work with people who are charismatic. I want to work with people who are very keen on helping others. Yeah, right. I find the joy. I want to work with people who don't care about the credit. I want. So, I mean, there's a lot of things where you can kind of get to a spot where you're like, okay, these are the things I evaluate people that I'm interviewing by. Mm -hmm. Here are our core values. Mm -hmm. Okay, does this person fit into those core values? And if Mm -hmm. they do, you hire them. Right. Mm-hmm. But it takes an exercise of first identifying what's important yeah. to you as a leadership team, what's important to you personally, what your why is mm-hmm. before you can go and start hiring people. Sorry, I'll stop I, talking. No,
0: I like I like that exercise of cause again, maybe we could back up to cause I say why you know, my my first initial question well, why wouldn't someone display or put put out there their why? Okay, let's back up. Maybe they haven't discovered their why. I mean, we got maybe yeah. they got into this industry and, you know, are kind of kind of going through the paces and the motions, but I like that exercise of, okay, first, let's take a step back. If We first need to discover our why. I like that exercise. Yeah, so list out think of individuals that you admire. What are some characteristics of them? And there might be some commonalities between those folks that you mention or that you write down. And, or, and, or call them, Hey, what's your, why, why do you do what you do? And yeah. it doesn't have to be in healthcare. It could be in any industry, but it'd be interesting to see those commonalities, draw the correlations of, Oh, okay. And you're such drawn to them. So maybe there That's is a really good point. Cause it, when I first started, I
1: remember Danny Walker, who's the mm-hmm. CEO of the Pennant group or mm-hmm. was, he just, he just stepped back, but mm-hmm. you hear him tell his story about his son, his son and you're yeah. just like blown away like, Oh my gosh, he, he has a son who was born with down syndrome and it changed their world and they had home health come in. Oh, and that's why he's in home health now. Right. Right. And so when I first started, I'm like, man, I don't have a cool why.
0: Yeah. I don't have a yeah. cool
1: story like that. Right. And we all know people who work in this industry that you look to and you're like, man, that guy or gal mm-hmm. has an amazing why.
0: Yeah.
1: And so sometimes we get intimidated. Because we think we have to have this amazing why. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. We don't,
0: we don't have to right. have it.
1: Your why can be something that's not related to healthcare. Your why, I mean, sure. you, you kind of said it when we talk about the podcast, your why can be because you love helping people. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, right. you want to get a little bit more specific so you can sure. drill down, but it's okay to go through an exercise. i like, why do I do what I do? Mm-hmm. Because I promise you, if you don't do it, you're not going to be successful. Right, right. For the long term, you're just Mm -hmm. not, you're always going to be having a hard time finding, recruiting and retaining talent. You're always going to have a hard time with turnover in your building or your agency. It's just going to happen Mm -hmm. until you get to a place where you have really centered on a why that's important to you.
0: The whole facility or agency or whatnot, the, the group, the entire group is really reliant on the leader expressing their passion, setting and, the tone. And that, yeah. And yep. it 100% so dependent on that because I was thinking as the individuals, the individuals that come to my mind who it's almost like they found their why and they're expressing it, you know, and, and they're yeah. going after it. And that's what's contagious. And that's probably why they're on our list of the most influential people that come to our mind and discovering. And it's, you know, not, what their even,
1: why it's not even administrators, right? It can be yeah. marketers. I don't know. Yeah. Darcy Jackson works for me. She's Got an amazing why. You meet her, it exudes from her. Yeah, and so, right. and so when you meet her, you're like, man, I want to spend more time around her. Oh, sure. she's she's really passionate about what she does, right? It uh-huh. doesn't just have to be the administrator; it can be anybody in the building. But when you have a why that centers you and focuses you, mm-hmm. people are attracted to you. Yeah. Whether you're a CNA or whether you're the administrator, That's true, right? very true. Yeah. And so, starting there as a hiring manager and making sure you have a clear why mm-hmm. is really important before you can build a team. I like it. Can't set a direction if you don't know where you're going. So that's right. I like it. I like it. Yeah.
0: This is a good, this is a good, let's, let's, let's stop. You like this one? Yeah. Let's stop with this one. I like this one. It feels good. All right. Let's let's wrap this one up. But like, like what you mentioned at the beginning, I mean, we could go on and we will, we will go on for some more episodes based off of these topics because staffing, you know, the the recruitment and the retention of staff in our industry right now is, is hot, hot topic, top of the list. Yeah. As far as commercial. So, Thank you. This has been fun. It's great, Brian. All right. Can't wait for the next one. All right. All right. See ya. That concludes today's morning standup. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode.